right, we're here. We're live. We're on the road on a Monday. It's the Plank Show on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Now, I'm not here to be a Debbie Downer right off the top. But when the Norman Realtor Association asks us to come out and do this remote, or when we all kind of get together and say, hey, it'd be really cool to do the show out, I think, Josh, if, if memory serves me correct, I, I think this was the first ever remote in the history of the Plank Show. Uh, I think we came out here to the Trails Golf Club way back when we started doing this shindig in, uh, what, 2016? Maybe 17? But I want to say this was our first uh, on, on-location broadcast. And so I'm, I'm not here to try to bring anyone down, but I think for the first time in the history of this event, we may struggle to hit that 10 a.m. tee time. I don't know about you, Josh, but Mother Nature in Norman doesn't appear to be a, a golf fan today. Are you getting these same vibes? <laughs> I am, and <laughs> Mother Nature decided to take a, a little bite out of me before I came Uh-oh. sprinting into the studio. What happened? Are you well, okay? No, it, it, it's good. It just All right. raining buckets on me. So I pulled up. By the way, welcome into the Plank Show on a Monday. We got two big stories I'm very triggered about that I want to hit right off the top. And one of them I don't think resonated with the national audience last night, but I think it'll resonate with all y'all. And one of them involves the uh, Pitt USC story from over the weekend. So we'll hit those in just a bit. Um, I, I, thanks to Fowler Automotive, Jonathan Fowler and the great people, um, who, by the way, it'd be this show could use an auto sponsor. I'm just saying, Jonathan. I mean, Josh, wouldn't wouldn't it be cool to have the Josh Helmer Expedition, the Plank Expedition, and we just cruise in every single day together on the program? I see no problems here. Um, they gave me the coolest car I've ever had for a road trip. I don't I don't know how else to put it. The coolest car I've ever had for a road trip, but. It's also one of those to where every single situation weather-wise has been dicey this week. Let me give you a for instance. On Friday night, we're in Lawrence. I'm covering OU Kansas. I've got a show on SiriusXM recapping the draft afterwards. And as we get back to the hotel, they tell us we're expecting hail tonight. Um, so just wanted to give you guys a heads up. If there's a tornado, we're going to sound the fire alarm. And we'll get everyone down to the grand ballroom and take you to our storm shelter. Um, right. You know, it, and, and again, dude, my thoughts are with your hometown today. Is everyone okay in Andover? Yeah. I mean, obviously some pretty serious property damage in some spots. But so far as I know, um, everybody, you know, came out okay, which is, uh, of, of course, the most Good. important thing. That's the most important thing. Uh, property can be replaced. Cars can be, well, if, if if dinged and dented, restored. But lives are irreplaceable. So that makes me feel really good about what we were in the midst of this weekend. But in my mind, Josh, this car is irreplaceable, okay? I'm, I'm, I, I'm thinking about my man Dallas over at Fowler Toyota. I'm thinking about, you know, Jonathan. I'm like, dude, if this car gets dinged with hail, 
I, I, or, or, and, and in my mind, I just imagine like this deluge out of the sky where it's just hail, pounding the you-know-what. Some hotels got you covered, right? They might have a little uh, parking garage. This did not have that. Not complaining. I like the hotel. So I'm – this is what I'm considering on Friday night, and you tell me how much of a crazy person I am. I was driving around looking for car washes, and I was just going to park it in the car wash – and do do my radio show from my car if the weather got too bad <laughs> because I didn't want to risk this car getting a single ounce, a single ping, a single anything of damage from the storm. And then you carry that over to today, and I don't know if there's, you know, knock on wood, I don't know if there's anything severe that is being forecasted right now, but I'm I'm like nervous as all get out. It's like I want to call – um, I want to call the crew over at Ball Morse and be like, uh, hey, hey Bar- uh, by the way, I, I guess maybe I should include uh, Ball Morse and Lowe and my guy Parker Lowe. Be like, hey, Parker, you, you okay if I just park my car underneath your overhang there? <laughs> so I am a nervous Nelly this morning because of the weather, and until I get that car back, I don't know if I'll be good, Josh. But that's what's on my mind this morning. From a nerve-wracking perspective. Oh. I am sitting outside, though, too, because I love coming to the trails. I love being outside on the patio. Uh, in addition to talking about the Norman Board of Realtors, obviously, anytime I come out here, I want to talk about the trails and this incredible golf club. But I think it's going to be a little bit dicey to get this thing started today. So we'll keep an eye on the sky. Welcome into the Plank Show. It is a Monday Let's go. Hour one is brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. Mark and Tessa, incredible people. Their perfection is your protection. If you already know what you want to talk about, you don't need Josh and I to break down the two big stories in my world. You can hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, which is always an easy way to get in touch with the show. 405-651-3439. You can pick up the phone and call us. 405-329-9000. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. At Plank Show, at Josh on Ref. Josh, how was your weekend, by the way? Good weekend? It was a great weekend. Good, man. It was a great weekend. And how was yours, my friend? I immersed myself in the draft. Um, and then on Saturday night, I after the OU softball game was over, and then after listening to Toby put a wrap on, what was it, like 22 to 6 or 7, whatever the final score was on Saturday, I sat and watched the USFL for the first time on Saturday night. Oh, boy. Um, I got some works to do. I got a lot of work to do uh, in the USFL. But the broadcast is spot on. It's one of the best broadcasts I've ever listened to. The way they use Joe Klatt and the way that they use – oh, why did I just blank on my boy, the former – Brock Heward? It's good. It's a really good broadcast. If if only the play in the game was as good as the broadcast, we'd have a much different situation. But I want to start with – okay, first – Let's start with the Pitt-USC story. And if, if you missed it over the weekend, and again, I, I say this with, with peace and love to all you uh, Oklahoma fans, and you all know how I feel about you, right? I, I love you guys very much. You are the reason why I'm here, why Josh is here. You're the reason why Oklahoma well, – you're the reason why 94-7 is carrying sports right now. The passion 
is unparalleled. Oh, gosh, now here comes lightning. If I get struck by lightning during the show, do I get hazard pay, Josh? Can you ask Casey about that just uh, before we get going? Yeah, we'll try and get that ironed down. I, I just want to because I am sitting on an iron table right now. But I- anyway, um, the passion that Sooner fans have is the reason we exist. Agreed? I mean, we. I don't doubt that Josh Helmer and I could do a radio show together if Oklahoma fans weren't passionate. But I, I don't know that we'd be sitting here talking about Sooner football all day long, um, or OU softball, or OU baseball, or it, 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 OU bass, whatever. I mean, you kind of get it. I think the situation this weekend involving Jordan Addison went over the top with Sooner fans for one obvious reason and one obvious reason only, because it involved Lincoln Riley and USC. And I'm not here to tell you that it's right, I don't think it's right. But I was, you know, and in, in, and I was angry too, right? I don't know much about Jordan Addison outside of the fact that uh, he's a standout receiver for Pitt and he was an All-American and that he, he won the Blitnikoff Award. I don't know him as a person. I've, I didn't cover him in recruiting. Maybe Parker did and he can get to it later. I don't know about his family. I just know that the dude can ball. Right? And it would make sense if any wide receiver in the country had just lost their starting quarterback to the first round of the NFL, Pitt lost its offensive coordinator to Nebraska, and then in that, maybe you don't have the same amount of confidence in what might be taking over for the dude that just went to the NFL. Can we at least agree that all of those factors might lead you to look somewhere else, right? We all agree on that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, trying to be in the best situation for your own professional future. Exactly. Where I think the rub comes, well, obviously for OU fans, it's because this apparently involves USC. But where the rub comes is that the report of enticement. That's where the rub comes. Even beyond Lincoln Riley and USC for OU fans. Enticement. Because every single report that's out there, the CBSSports.com report, um, Pete Thamel's reporting over at ESPN, every single one of them, says that he is being offered a multi-million dollar NIL deal to leave Pitt. Here's the other rub to it. He's not even in the portal yet. So, number one, dude, it is pouring right now. (laughs) It is absolutely pouring here in Norman right now. (laughs) Holy smokes. I don't think I've seen it rain like this in a long time. I feel bad I'm looking out. We're out here for the... Uh, Norman Board of Realtors golf tournament. And I see some people have already gone out to start working on their holes and they've got their little um, tent set up. Yeah, it's going to be a long day, but a fun day. But, you know, I'm not trying to be, as we get back to this story involving pit wide receiver Jordan Addison, I'm not trying to be, you know, Johnny Rulebook here. 
but I'm going to keep bringing up the same point I've brought up over and over and over and over and over and over. And you got you guys might get tired of it. It might be something that you say, okay, we get it. But there were only two, dos, I don't know, two in any other language. Two rules whenever NIL came out. People get mad when I say bumpers because I guess Lincoln uses that a lot. But there was guardrails. Guard, thank you. I apologize. I'm going to start using bumpers instead of guardrails because everyone gets mad about it. Thank you. Uh, it was enticement. Cannot be used for enticement. Not supposed to be used for enticement. And then that second rule had to do with schedules, right? You're not – you can't schedule NIL stuff in the middle of practices or games or anything of that nature. I mean, I can't I, – I still laugh about that. Could you imagine uh, Deshaun White – hey, Coach Venables, listen, I got to bolt out of practice five minutes early because I have a signing over on campus corner. Whatever coaches have a limited amount of times already with their guys. Could you imagine? Jocelyn Allo going to Coach Casso. Coach, I got to get out of here in a second because I've got uh, I've got to get over to my NIL deal. And that was it. And then the NCAA basically started talking about disbanding, a new governing operations, more event planning than anything else. And that's kind of been it. So – you're really counting in a lot of ways. I mean, Josh, does this sound goofy? You're almost counting on like an honor system because <laughs> nobody's there to do anything. Nobody's there to police it. It's and, and it's funny. I loved what Toby said today. You know, the wild, wild west did have sheriffs and it did have law. But, I mean, we only know of a handful of the law guys who won. I mean, most of the time the bad guys won in the wild, wild west. So – where do we go from here? Do we just accept it that this is going to be the future? Do we start to wonder what rules will be in place by conference? Do conferences have to get together now and start acting? Or can you not really act and create a subset of rules that limit anything here because let's say the Big 12, I'm just going to use the Big 12 versus the SEC for the heck of it. The Big 12 says you are not allowed to contact during this time. And Well, what if the SEC says, yeah, you can contact whenever you want. We're going to have these two rules. I mean, you then are talking about a situation where conferences, Josh, might have different rules. And that's fine if you're talking about, say, the SEC's rules versus, say, the Patriot League. But for the most part, I think this has to be something where everyone's in lockstep. And I don't know, dude, if we're ever going to get there. Well, and I think this Jordan Addison case in particular is a a good one for us to look at because, okay, if we get to the point where it looks like we're headed to where the NCAA, they're out on any sort of punishment in this type of situation, they're not here to legislate. They're not here to tell, really, anybody what to do anymore. They're not, they're not here to be the sheriff. They're not here to be the bad cop. If that's the case and we leave it up to conferences, okay, well, with this situation with Jordan Addison and Pittsburgh, and it sounds like USC and Alabama, and let's just talk specifically USC here. Well, you've got the ACC 
and the Pac-12 involved. So if somebody comes in and wants to apply some sort of a punishment in this situation, who does it? it do, does the ACC come down and say, hey, this wasn't quite right, and they investigate it? And without the NCAA really being heavily involved, then the, does the Pac-12 conference say, yeah, no, there's no punishment here? I mean, is there any sort of punishment arm if you have different conferences kind of making those decisions? You know, I um, I think this is a fascinating story. And honestly, if you're the NCAA, well, I don't even know if the NCAA cares right now. But if you're any other university that is that plays college football, it it challenges you to be many things more more proactive with what your NIL deals might look like, more reactive whenever it comes to being aggressive on guys in the portal, right? I mean, this is this is now a situation, Josh, where you if this is the way it's going to be. And again, I, I have no problem with the kid wanting to transfer based on everything that's out there. That's your right. If you if you do it more than twice before you're a graduate, you got to sit out of here and you got to deal with that. I think my biggest rub in this is that there's the report of the NIL deal before he's in the portal and before he's even announced that he's going to transfer. I think that's where you come out and you're like, oh, so this is how it's going to be. Which some might say this is how it's always been, but there, there has to be there has to be rules. There has to be rules over the line. Market zero. This isn't NOM. Two people got that joke, and that's all that matters. So I get it. Everyone wants is like, well, great. USC did that. All right, PV, you go get No, that's not how Oklahoma's going to work. That's not how they function. That's not how they've ever functioned. But it's not going to stop other teams. You think it's going to stop Texas? You think a moral compass is suddenly going to hit Texas A&M? No, it's not. It's been the wild, wild west anyway. Doesn't mean it always has to be. And teams have been dinged in the past for it. It is a fascinating story. I just this is very generic, and I don't, and I can't think of any other way to ask it. But I, I just want you guys' take on it today. You've had a weekend to immerse yourself in it. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I see a few have checked in already. 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Or on Twitter at Plank Show, at Josh on Ref. This is the home of Sooner fans. I can't believe we've buried the lead on this show today, Josh Helmer. I can't believe we've buried the lead. Welcome to the Plank Show family, Dave the Cat. That's right, Dave the Tabby. <laughs> Congratulations. Josh has a cat. He's a cat owner. That's not code for anything. I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, I hope you understand that I am deathly allergic to cats, so I, I, I might keep my social distancing from you just to be safe. <laughs> Understandable. I'll try to, like, hose my clothing down before I come into the studio. I had this girl that I was crazy about. Her name was Meredith. I was crazy about her. And she had two cats. And literally 
every time I'd walk into her house, it was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. I'm sorry. And I don't think I'm going to win a battle with the cats, so peace out. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's like, I really like you. You're, you're, you're cool and all, but, I mean, do you see me? Look at me. My, I, I'm, I'm swelling up just walking into your house. My first wife bought a cat as soon as we got married. Maybe that was a sign. Maybe that should have been the first thing where I was like, ooh, this might not work. You're locked in. You got allergies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we're getting a cat. I'm going to kill you. And uh, my daughters desperately want a cat. So I will offer Emma and Gwen to cat sit if you and Joey are ever out of town. But welcome to Dave the Cat. Is this? Have I announced that we also have an addition? Not to try to go cool whip on your big announcement, but Butters the dog is Butters. now – is I now the, the third member of the Plank family as far as – no, actually, I guess you would say the fourth member of the Plank family because we have three dogs and a horse. So, Oh, my goodness. We have Honey, Tater, and Butters, and we have Happy Appy. So uh, get on my level, Josh, with your one cat. Yeah, well – you know, there will be dogs in the future, but out of respect for one, you know, Joey Helmer, I decided to wait on the dog. Plank, why you work? Why do I turn on the radio and why are you working so much? Because I have a cat, I have a dog, and, or excuse me, I have three dogs and I have a horse. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's a lot of mouths to feed, not to mention, you know, a couple of daughters, a wife, yourself. Oh, Air Comfort Solutions text line is the best way to get in touch with the show. That phone number is 405-651-3439. We're talking about Lincoln. Um, it, here's a couple of really good ones. And then I want to get to the other thing that really triggered me this morning, uh, maybe even late last night. By the way, I do like this from um, Jesse. He writes, the ball Morse low overhang is mine don't give out that secret spot. That's that's Jesse checking in from uh, uh, Rajak Oil and Gas. Let's go, Jesse. Got to hook you up with my brother-in-law. Um, dude, I'm just looking at that overhang. I can see Parker's window in his office. I feel like every so often I just be like, Parker, Parker. See if like he opens up his window. I'm like, hey, can I park there? Um, by the way, we're at the Trails today, Trails Golf Club in Norman, where, I mean, I'm a big Trails fan, and today it's it's pouring rain, but we're here for another reason beyond just that. The Norman Board of Realtors has their annual golf tournament. Now, they have a lot of really cool uh, broker baskets that they have that are here for a silent auction, so we'll we'll talk about those as the day goes on. They're still planning on playing. They're hoping that the rain moves out. Um but we'll see. We'll keep our fingers crossed. We're going to talk to Dr. Nick Milurino coming up here in just a bit. This obviously helps donate uh, Tulsa Tulsa schools, listen to me, uh, Norman schools. So we'll get to that. And I hope we get a chance before we get out of here to talk to Lisa Talley with ARIA Realtors. So uh, it's a fun day. I've, I've talked about it many times. This is a remote that is near and dear to, to my heart because it was one of our first remotes. And it's also a remote that usually everybody forgets to tell me about until the morning of. So traditions continue, but I'm really happy to be here, and I'm not complaining about it, and that's not sarcasm. This is one of my favorite <laughs> favorite days of the year. Uh, Chad in Tulsa writes, Farmer Plank needs a donkey. Chad, listen, 
don't you go giving my family any ideas because there is a donkey across the street and he he kind of patrols the area across the street and my wife absolutely loves it so you say that as a joke ooh that was some scary lightning but there is a good chance whoa i know right there is a good chance that we could actually be adding a donkey to our repertoire so haha funny still a reality i just got up out of my seat like it's going to make a difference <laughs> I'm sitting at this table, and I saw that lightning, and I got up, and I'm like, ah, it's not going to matter. All right, to the to the stuff from over the weekend. Uh, from the 5-8-0, I didn't think anything could be worse than NBA free agency forming mega teams. College athletics has become that. Have we forgot the number one reason they should be there is education? Well, first of all, you, my friend, are a John Lennon song. Imagine all the people. I mean, you're like this – you and I probably would hang out and have a blast, but everyone else would be laughing at us, right? I mean, Josh, in those situations where you're like, but what about the kids? It's kind of like, bro, what are you talking about? What are you talking about education on this? Get out of here with that garbage. But I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. Continues. Transfers need to be one time and set out the year. NIL was never meant to be what it has become, which is buying players. It was about using name, image, likeness, getting paid for jerseys, uniforms, maybe autographs. I'm close to being done with college sports. Why don't we base NIL on grades of education is important? Again, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think that falls on deaf ears. Would you rather have your team with a solid GPA or a national championship? I'll take the latter every single time. What uh, What's the correlation between grade point average and attendance? I don't think there is one. Exactly. And that's, I mean, it's sad, but <laughs> that just is what it is. I mean, hey, you win, people show up. You continue to win, people uh, continue to buy jerseys. People continue to buy merchandise. It's the the world we live in. And they're right. It they're wasn't right. It wasn't intended to be pay-for-play, though we kind of saw that as one of the consequences if the NCAA stayed out of any sort of involvement. We knew that was the direction this thing was going. They're right. It was supposed to just be compensation for name, image, and likeness where you're at. And obviously we have gone a uh, much different direction. We have. Uh, and then one more quick one here. I, I'm, I'm loving you guys on the text line. This, ooh, I think I might have just broke my phone. 405-651-3439. I'm loving, loving the response. The problem with NIL is there is no capitalist market. There is no return on investment. It is all a you-know-what. Oh, let me rephrase that. It's all a you-know-what measuring contest with boosters who brag at the country club. The market will not even out or settle as long as somebody is willing to spend ridiculously for bragging rights. That's kind of been college football for a minute, to be honest with you. You know, that's the thing I, I guess maybe that is interesting to me. You know, there is a, a very large faction of Sooner fans that would much rather be pushing the rule book 
right, that would much rather be out here, you know, trying to do what they can to take advantage of every single opportunity to get the best players. Um, Can I use irregardless here or is that not allowed? Irregardless of the rules. And the whole mindset is, well, they're doing it, so why can't we? It's that That's just never going to be the way in Norman. It's just not going to be the way. As long as Joe Castiglione is the president, the, the athletic director. In my mind, Joe C is the president. It's rules. Everyone, there's been rules forever. And when you break them, you get caught and you get in trouble. Now, the question is for the future, what does that trouble look like? What do those penalties look like? Because as it stands right now, dude, I have no idea. And then one more, one more quick one. Uh, Jay in Tulsa writes, that turnip seed better have George Kaiser, Chet Kiddo, and Harold Ham on speed dial to join the NIL collective. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of collectives apparently going on for OU. There's the, the one Oklahoma with Barry and Toby Keith. Uh, I know there's another one that's currently being worked on as well, too. So, I, and again, you say that turnip seed, and I mean, uh, as a school, you're not supposed to be involved in this. You can't be. That's enough. <laughs> it's it's against the quote unquote rules. I just I'm curious. You see this story this weekend. You read about the possibility of an Addison, a Jordan Addison, not even being in the transfer portal yet, but having a multi million dollar NIL deal from USC. If you take Lincoln out of it, which I know is hard to do, but let's take Lincoln Riley and USC even out of the picture. I mean, the the reaction is a complete what in the world are we doing, right? Where is this going next? What's the next step? Who's who's policing it? It has to be. All right. Um I listen, I haven't got to my second story that I'm triggered about and I need y'all's help on it. So we'll do it next. Keep the text coming, 405-651-3439. We're at the Trails Golf Club today. Fingers crossed we get a chance to play some golf in the Norman Board of Realtors annual golf tournament. Uh, We'll tell you all about what's going on with the Norman Board of Realtors. I might try to sell my house today. Who knows? It's a busy Monday edition of the Plank Show. Stick around. Welcome back into the Plank Show. Dude, what a – today uh, on a – can I give a quick little personal note? Very big celebratory day for the Plank Show. Because today <laughs> was my last child support payment to my son. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you made you. it. Thank you. Uh, what are you going to do with all this – extra cash i mean if you were to ask my wife we're basically broke so i i think i'm gonna <laughs> use it to go buy some bread and some cheese so we'll see how things yeah go. you might want to stock up um okay one other thing that triggered me real quick i want to break gary cavins uh called in said with some of the weather uh we want to make sure that we have everyone covered with uh, any any issues they might have with their home uh and we're here to hope uh with our great friends at cavinsconstruction.com but josh i'm gonna put this as simply as i can I am so triggered over Draymond Green's podcast after the game last night. And no one could really connect the dots on this, and it didn't seem to make sense to anyone else. 
but can I explain why I'm triggered? Uh, what did he say? It's not really even what he said. It's just the fact that he did it. Can can I give a scenario to you real quick? Do you know what Draymond Green's sports pod, or what his podcast, what platform it's on? It's on the volume. Do you know who runs the volume? Colin Coward. I want you to imagine for a moment Baker Mayfield getting kicked out of a game and then immediately going and doing a podcast on like a Bill Simmons platform or an ESPN platform. And he talks about how they're always picking on me and, you know, that's just what it is. Can you imagine what the outrage would be if that happened? Could you imagine if LeBron James, after a game, went and did his podcast on a platform for, I don't know, Jim Rome or something of that nature? People get dinged for being me guys enough, Josh. Could you even fathom what the reaction would be from those who attack on social media? Yeah, everybody would be pouncing on Baker Mayfield. He's so soft, and how dare he do this? Yeah. What? What? Afraid to talk to the regular media. So you're going to go hide on your own podcast. Whatever. But Draymond Green does it. Oh, it's just fine. I mean, the dude nearly cost Golden State the game. Now, first of all, he was pretty terrible in that game anyway. But just imagine for a moment in your sports world, Baker Baker Mayfield got crushed for doing that broadcast that he did with that rapper I'd never heard of. But if you're on Collins' feed, if you're on the volume, you get away with it. You're a team guy. If you all don't see through the hypocrisy of this and stop with reacting to everything, it's not, it's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy because it's all based in hypocrisy. Well, first off, just you know, say what we want to say about either LeBron James or Baker Mayfield. Neither one of those two guys would be doing a podcast on any right. platform during the, the postseason. The post- right, exactly. So What are we doing? And I've got no real problem with Draymond Green hey. doing it, to be honest with you, but yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, say anything you want to say mostly about LeBron James, right? right? Oh, he's too political, he's too this, he's too that. When it comes to the postseason, my man dials in and blocks everything else out. And it's okay. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with – I think it's awesome that athletes have that platform. It's just when you've spent most of your time calling someone aloof, unfocused, um, a me person, nothing says me more than racing to do your podcast as soon as the game is over. It's postseason. And I guarantee you it'll be applauded today. Oh, how cool is that? All right, quick break. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe it's just a me thing. Maybe it's a my never-ending, unwavering defense of Baker. I don't know. Gary Cavins is going to join us to wrap up Hour 1 of the Plank Show, brought to you by VH Fence, Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. We're on the road with uh, the Norman Board of Realtors right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Hey, welcome back into the Plank Show. We're on the road with the Norman Board of Realtors annual golf tournament where there is optimism that we'll be able to play some golf today, but there's also the reality that uh, it's been a pretty wild weather run, and we're joined right now by Gary Cavins from over at Cavins Construction. 
Uh, Gary, real quick, let's just kind of give everyone an idea of uh, what you guys offer and how you can help people out whenever it comes to some of the issues that they might have with their um, with the rain and with their their potential roof. That's correct. Yes, most definitely. We are here to help. We're your one-stop shop. Uh, we can help from floodwaters entering your property, from uh, massive rains to hail damage from hailstorms or tornado damage. Um, and, you know, like this morning we've had a, a astronomical amount of rain, and we have a lot of properties that have had water enter into the properties, and our water extraction teams are out extracting those waters, setting up structural drying protocols, um, and, and taking care of our clients. And, you know, if you, you, if you have, you know, water entering your building uh, or your home and you need emergency water extraction and, and drying, we work with your insurance company and we can help you with that. Hey, um, Gary, biggest concern whenever you're in this situation right now and we see this massive amount of water for business owners, for homeowners, what should they be looking for? Uh, you're going to look for wet spots on the carpet, wet spots on the ceiling, um, any kind of water on the sheetrock walls down by the baseboards, um, those type of things. You'll start seeing them, and then they'll just kind of um, continue to grow from there. But any kind of moisture coming in the building, you know, it usually shows on the sheetrock or show on the on the tile floor, the concrete floor, or the carpet. Um, you can see it. And if you have water intrusion and you need help, um, you know, getting that dried up and water extracted out, but not only that, finding out where the leak's at and getting the leak repaired um, on how the water's getting into the building or the home, uh, we can help with that. Sorry about that, Gary. I think we dropped off with uh, Plank there. So storms like this, what's what's sort of the the number one thing that people need to know, Gary, before we get you out of here? We're right close to the top of the hour, but just uh, final important things to know. Well, you know, just remember, you know, if you have if you have water coming into the property, you want to get it dried out as quickly as possible so that it doesn't cause mold. And you know, and we're your one-stop shop. We can help build it back. We can help find the water leak, and we can help get it dried out. And then, you know, with the the storms coming in this evening and Wednesday uh, afternoon, you know, if you have hail damage, broken windows, um, roof issues, um, any kind of damage from the storms, uh, whether it's hail damage from hail storms or tornado damage from tornado storms. We have emergency crews on standby, able to help 24-7. Uh, you know, our phone number is 405-573-3048, and that rings right to the office, and, you know, we have that number answered 24-7, so somebody's always answering that number. And the same for our Tulsa number, and our Tulsa uh, 918 one two, and that number is answered twenty four hours a day. Also, thanks, Gary. Sorry about that. I got disconnected, but Josh knew the questions. We'll talk to you again on Thursday, bud. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Bye. All right. When we come back to the trails, hopefully the rain lets up. But Doctor Nick is here to talk about everything that matters and everything that is benefiting from this golf tournament today. That's next after this quick uh, quick timeout right here. It's the Plank Show on the Ref.